0: are those of the authors. Any content provided by our bloggers or authors are of their opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, municipality, individual, or anyone or anything. He's a surgeon.
1: He's a hundred-ton boat captain. He's a lieutenant on Seaside Heights Beach Patrol in New Jersey. He's a member of the Coast Guard Auxiliary He's Dr. Michael Ketchmar. Need answers to your medical questions? We have them. Listen in to hear the latest on medical topics related to all that and more.
0: Order for the intro again. Hello, everyone. This is Dr.
1: Michael Katchmar. Here. Welcome to Lifeguarding with uh, Dr. Michael Ketchmar and the Lifeguards Off Duty crew that we have here today. Uh, first of all, today. What's today's today? Today is the uh, year of our Lord, September sixth, the year of our Lord, twenty twenty-two. We have Tyler. Tyler's got. Ash, hit, do, you wanna, do you want do you want to run
0: a half marathon with us? No, no,
1: I don't know. Half well, time. we no, are? No, well, October second,
0: Ocean City. Good. Not me. Our goal is just to finish. We're not racing it. No, no, not me.
2: <laughs> and we have Sean. Our goal is to finish I, until the twelfth mile, I, and then we're gonna. Do, 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 do you think?
0: <laughs> no, realistically, because you, you you're, you're a lifelong athlete. You're very fit. For your I've age. done ten, I've done ten man. Do, I've done. Do you think your body could handle it? Like training for a half marathon? Yeah.
1: Uh, no, I don't think so. Oh man, no more. I, I could, I could, but you know, I'd probably hurt myself. Uh, I mean, you know, but I tell you, somebody just told me to go do a tin man. Who the hell just told me oh, that? It's, you, uh, it's a half marathon. That's right, Troy. A half Ironman. Troy. Yeah, we to yeah. call him Tin Man. So I, I, I did. I, I think he just did
0: that this
2: weekend. No,
1: no, 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 no. It's either this weekend no. or next. When, it's next what, weekend.
2: What is a triathlon? It's a half marathon. How long is the swim? No,
1: no. A, a, a regular Ironman. Oh, he's doing an Ironman. No, listen to me. Listen to me. You, you're asking me two different <laughs> questions. An Ironman, a full Ironman, is a marathon, a full marathon okay. run. Whatever. It's 22 miles. Yeah. Yeah, it's, a, I think, a 140-mile bike. Mm-hmm. Okay? And then I, I figure what the swim is. Swim is I think two miles. about two and a half miles. Right. So the one I did in Maryland was a, uh, I think it was a mile and a half swim. Mile point two swim, um, a, a fifty two bike, fifty two mile bike, and I think it was a fourteen mile run. Yeah. Okay. So that's a triathlon. That's the well they call it a half marathon. I mean, excuse me, a half triathlon. It's a triathlon. Yeah. Marathon. Yeah. And part of the run is yeah, half of a marathon. Troy's been but, training like a savage yeah, for yeah, his race. Yeah. I used to, and I did that and I did tons of sprint triathlons, but I also did a lot of uh, lifeguard. Ironman and uh, row races, but we're, anyway, we're what's no, the question? Running, why why you're asking? Me our, that? Uh,
2: we're running the half marathon with Jesse, and how do you feel about like a like a two thirty guy running a half marathon? You think he's oh gonna yeah. be okay? No, listen, half
1: marathons no big deal. I I used to run, you know. Joe and I, when we we're training, we do ten mile run all the time. Yeah, but so it's a fourteen. You guys, mile your
2: heaviest might have weighed two hundred.
1: Yeah. Uh, um,
2: No way, Catch ever weighed two hundred. Yeah, I'm talking about Joe. No, but like Jesse might weigh like two thirty, mm. maybe.
1: Yeah, I don't want to. I, I, I don't. I don't think there'd be a problem. As I mean, as, as, as a long foot you train, doctor, no. As long as you train. See, here's the thing: you have to train, and like you know, the guys who break the, co- the bricks with their hand and they go yeah, the karate guys. Oh yeah, and they crack the bricks. If you do that right now, even though if you have the strength, you'll break your bones. What happens is they they over time they they keep doing it gradually more and more, and their bones get stronger and stronger and stronger. It's not that they're they're so strong that you know, they they could br- break the
0: brick. Do you think you I? Could, do you think I could run a half marathon without training if I slapped on a pair of those short, short shoes? No, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't there think you. so. No,
1: but you—you know—you have to train.
0: And what? no, for okay. me. Okay, so what are some of, as like as a foot doctor, what are some of the common injuries you've seen when you get in someone who trains like that for marathons and well, they like get super uh, endurance stress fractures. Stress
1: thing. fractures is the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. I had one girl; she was a high level athlete. And she was getting heel pain. She went to one doctor. He shot her up with a steroid. Thought it was a, you know, plantar fasciitis, heel spur. I saw her. I told her back off. She didn't. And she was doing a, uh, uh, you know, marathon. And at the end, like the last mile, her heel just cracked. <laughs> and she had to have it. Spin, I can't
0: imagine know. how painful that. W- yeah. How do yeah. you how do you deal with something like that? Eh,
1: you know, listen. A lot of times when you have injuries, you don't feel anymore. I when I I did my training at Temple Sports Medicine Center. And we, there's a famous picture that they had up there. I don't know if they even have it anymore. I don't even know if it's there. And it was this football player on the field. He just sustained a compound fracture. In other words, he broke his uh, 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 tibia, and it was like popping through the skin. Ugh. But he's just sitting there, like just like nothing. You go into this post-trauma shock. You don't even feel it.
0: I've broken... You know? So sometimes I've broken it's not that this painful. Hand. I broke this wrist. Yeah, and a bone in my hand. The first one was playing soccer. Yeah, I it was I was playing at Fort Dix in a Thanksgiving tournament, and like at the beginning of the season, the fields there are like beautiful, but by Mm -hmm. Thanksgiving they're completely torn to shit. And on top of that, it was like forty degrees outside, so the ground was rock hard. And I and I got tackled, and my my hand just smacked on the ground like that, Mm -hmm. and I got up, and my finger was like over here, but. I finished out the rest of the game like I didn't feel a thing. No, and then but the second that final whistle blew, yes, like I looked at my coach and I turned green. I was like, I got I to get out of yeah, here. Yeah. Like, they say the it's adrenaline
1: right and whatever you want to talk about. But but getting back to the training, um, you know, I mean, you, a lot of people. I got f- people who train a little bit and they do a they do a triathlon. I mean, excuse me, a marathon. Um, they you know I had one buddy. He walked, ran, walked, run. You know, they they take a break. Yeah, you know, they do all kinds of stuff. So. But I, I, I did serious. We, the, one of the things that I used to do a lot of. It was really good. It was up in Lawn Branch before Lawn Branch. Um, you know, they built all of those uh, hotels. I mean, um, the bar and restaurant up there. It used to be a boardwalk, and um, they had a thing called a sprint triathlon. And it was at a Sandy Hook, um, or no, it was at a, a, um, a Seven Presidents Park, which is just below Sandy Hook. So Seven Presidents Park in New Jersey, and you would do a about a 500, uh, 500 yard swim maybe a little bit longer, come out of the water. You, it was a 14-mile bike up to um, Sandy Hook and then come back down and then a four-mile run. Mm. And that was really good. Oh, and that
0: I, sounds like casual like, and fun, honestly. Yeah. yeah it right. is impossible. 500-yard yeah. That's Well, for us, it was yeah. great.
1: So, we, so Joe and I, we did a, we did a lot of times because we, w- we would try to win it. And, um, and you got to remember, I was doing, I was a 530, excuse me, I was a 630 in the water, and I could do a 630 running. You know, for four miles, not forever. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'd slip back to like sevens. But here's what happened. Joe and I, we get there, and we would like be third, fourth, fifth out of the water. That's how, you know, back in the day, I mean, I, we flew. And it was only 500 yards. Get out, and we, we would hold our own on the bike. Maybe one guy would pass us, two guys. Maybe we'd pass, you know, we, we'd fight each other. So we were right in that pack, top 10, you know. So I, I'd, get to the, I'd get to the run, and we're all right there you know, right there, and I'd start running. And, um, again, it's four four miles. I'd I'd hit the two-mile mark, and I swear to God, I'd start running back, and I'm doing 6.30s, and then one guy, two guys, three guys. (laughs) These guys would blow by me, and it it, it was so frustrating because you think about it. If you're a a five-minute miler, all right, I'm doing 6.30s, which is a minute and a half. So that's one, two, three, four, five, six minutes. Yeah. So you could, you could basically spend, you know, six minutes on the, lose six minutes on the bike or five minutes on the bike and the swim and still bust, you know, kick my ass. It was a runner's race. That's my point. So it was very frustrating.
0: I've always wanted uh, to, to do like a lifeguard themed triathlon kind of thing where it's like a swim, a run, and then like a longboard. Or the what? bike, or or the, the bike, would, the bike would have to be on like a beach oh, no, cruiser no, no. or something.
1: No, no, you should do the R man. Like they you have the regionals and, and you do the USLA.
0: No, uh, but I'm saying like our own thing. Like a made up oh, thing. Like a made oh, up, okay. like fun. So you oh, well, well. UK- could be like teams like right, right. you you have a beach a beach cruiser, yeah, beach cruise a, is a good long idea. board, and yeah, yeah. There, there and then there's like a swim and a run and you can like tow the longboard if you want on the beach cruiser. Yeah, no. You should do that. You should do. But you know, like I said
1: I did. I did multiple times in the regionals and nationals like uh, 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 the Ironman. That's tough. And that's a, that's a row, swim, and paddle, and they, and they mix up the uh, um, the the events, the order of the events. And I can tell you, that was really tough. But anyway, so we have Sean. Sean, you want to say hello? Hey, everybody. Mm-hmm. So thank you for uh, guys for being here and. So, what do we want to talk about? We have a couple things. Let's go to the whiteboard. So, uh, all right. So today, what, what we do have want to talk about
0: uh, a tidal wave that could possibly take your junk. Wow. Uh, feet eating sharks, Whoa. and then you got a couple uh, stories about some uh, occurrences had, at the beach this Labor Day weekend.
1: Yeah, we had a couple, we had two that yeah. were pretty interesting. So, what, I have no idea what the wave that could take your junk out, but what is
0: that all about? Uh, so, do you know what a tidal bore is? A tidal bore. Tidal bore. B O R E. No, I don't think so. So it's. Uh, I've actually talked about it um, when I brought up that weird waves show. I've brought it up a couple times, but basically, what it is, it's it's a a tidal swell that comes in um, on uh, in certain situations where a river mouth meets the open ocean. Okay. And but the ri- it, there's very specific requirements. Like the river mouth needs to be very shallow. And generally wide. Well,
1: it could so be like an inlet
0: too? So an inlet. Yeah, but it has to be shallow enough for it to turn into a wave.
1: Oh, so basically,
0: what happens yeah, yeah. is the the tide starts pushing into the river yeah. and actually reverses the flow. Oh, yeah. and creates a, a like a surfable wave. Oh yeah, you got
1: that right. You got that in Barnegat Inlet. It shoals out there. A lot of places like that. But yeah, it. So yeah, there, yeah, so yeah, there's
0: yeah. like there's like over there's about 110 of these tidal bores. In the world, but uh, I was like looking today, and I found this one in Am- in the uh, Amazon.
2: Yeah, cash. These aren't like little jetty waves; like these go on forever, like during the whole. Yeah, I, I know
1: what you're saying. They they propagate so, really. Yeah, it's more so than just yeah, right, So what's right, interesting right.
2: about these
0: is you can ride them for the, like the record like, on this one in the Amazon that we're going to talk about is like right. 7.5 miles. Yeah, listen, That's mute. Crazy. just
1: make sure you mute it by the way.
0: Yeah, we know. No, I'm, yeah, I know. They're already muted. Oh, good. Okay. We were here for like an hour before you got here. Yeah,
1: we get we, just so people know you get in trouble, you play <laughs> a video and there's any music whatsoever, they get yeah. rid of it. They have, you know, they have like the Margo Largo, we we'll have an FBI raid here. Margo Largo. <laughs> they
0: come in here like It's hurricane season. Yeah. So, so this good, s- you you going to show one? Yeah. So this one that we're looking at right here, I just got some pictures, but like look at this look at this barrel. Oh, I'm going to uh screen share this. Hold on. Yeah, you can see that's a river. Look how dirty the water is. Ugh.
2: Yeah. Where did it go?
1: That's pretty. So you got um, these are all Amazon. Uh, let's see. Have you guys I seen those? Ha- I had those a
2: screen share set up. I don't know what happened. Have but you guys right, okay, seen so those dolphin, Amazon dolphins? Oh, the yeah, 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 yeah. the ugly. Like, they're, like, ugly, though. Yeah, yeah they are. Monster. They're, like, they're pretty weird looking. So you uh, can't okay. get so can, can we get is that This true? barrel
0: right here, This th- it's, like, look at that. Imagine surfing that. Yeah. So this is this is from uh the poor this is a hard word to pronounce the poro roca, Por- which is which is this uh it's the bore wave that enters the Amazon and it actually like once it goes in because the Amazon like spreads out so much, it goes up a whole bunch of the different uh what are they called tributaries. Yeah. So you can surf it in like a lot of different different spots, which is really cool. But uh the word poro. Roka comes from the indigenous Tupi word, uh, also Pororoca, which means great roar. So the reason they call it that is because you can hear this wave coming from like 30 miles right. away and, or for 30 minutes before it actually comes. Right, right, right. And they actually even say that you can, uh, the waves are rideable 100 miles offshore. Wow. Can you yeah.
1: can you switch it where it, you're the small and they're the big, you know what I'm saying? See how it is, you know how to do that or no? Uh, I, that, okay, just thought you'd have to hit, yeah. Yeah, that, we're fine. We're right. fine. So, it, yeah,
0: the coast that far inland, that's pretty wild. Yeah, so you, uh, actually, and the first, I just picked this up in my notes, I completely forgot, but the first person to record this one in Amazonia that we're talking about was Jacques Cousteau. Really, actually, yeah, the guy, well, yeah, he has a he has a film called The Journey of a Thousand Rivers. I'm sure he killed a lot of uh animal life. Yeah, I bet right. he did while filming that.
1: One, one of my buddies goes to the uh, he he uh, kite surfs or windsurfs and he goes to the Columbia River, and evidently, you know, the, the tide goes one way, the wind goes the other way, and uh, I don't know if they're riding waves. But I mean, they are riding waves, but I don't know if it's the same thing in the Columbia River. But yeah, that's pretty neat.
0: Yeah, so the I'm reading an article waves. about this, and uh, this this guy Matt Warshaw War, Warshaw yeah and he's the author of the Encyclopedia of surfing uh, was talking about the dangers associated with surfing this wave and Why? We, what's kind of dangerous so he's really? taught well w- for one these tidal bores these tidal bores they're very destructive to the nature or on the riverbanks. Oh, okay so what happens it's it's this aggressive flow of water you know these we're looking at like 10 foot waves here hmm. and what happens you have All types of sediment getting churned up. That's why it's like the color of chocolate milk. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You have giant tree trunks getting swirled around on the riverbanks. And on top of that, you have all the stuff that lives in the river. Uh, Alligators, piranhas. And he talks about this tiny spindly fish that if you go into the river and you pee, it will swim up your urethra and its fins are so have so many tiny little spikes that you can't get it out, and sometimes the only solution is amputation. Wow! Uh-huh. So it's absolutely, Don't pee. Don't pee in the it's water, absolutely man. necessary that you wear a wetsuit while you're mm-hmm. while you're surfing this wave. So, but like the other, you know, you talk. There's the alligators and the a- anacondas. They actually follow. Crocodiles. They follow the flow of this wave knowing that there's going to be a lot of right stuff to snatch up and eat. Yeah, like surfers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sure they've gotten uh, one or two. For sure. But, uh, yeah, so there's a whole bunch of different ones around the world that are really famous, one in the Trent River in England. They're all, they are all have kind of, like, interesting names. Is there so, anything in the United States other than, you know? Uh, yeah, there's one, uh, the Cook Inlet in the U.S., Actually, and the, where's same, the same Where's, where's is the, the Cook Island? Inlet. Uh, Alaska.
2: Mm. So you so definitely need a wetsuit.
0: In the same vein of the alligators and the anaconda following the wave in the Amazon, you have bears and eagles wading into the water like hours after the wave has passed to get all the fish that have yeah. been, you know, banged yeah. against rocks yeah. and, and yeah. killed over this.
1: So what do they call it? A boar wave? Tidal a tidal boar. Tidal, how, S-O- how do you spell that? B
0: T I D A L. Oh. obviously. B-O-R-E. Boar. Boar. Yes. Yeah, and so, what does that mean? Boar? Like uh, it's that's what's it where's that what's that word come from? I don't know. I didn't look up the etymology. Boar. But all right, uh yeah, right. so, well, so some some, uh, some other examples of this are the Trent River in England. They call it A Gear, which is But, oh, but like if you're a- gonna if
1: you're gonna go surfing in there, you better you better watch your junk.
0: Well that's, that's, where that's where you that's come on that's the one in the Amazon. But they're all they're all kind of dangerous in their own way. Like all of them seem like the one co- cool common thing, though is it's probably a lot of debris. So every you have to be careful. every th- every single one gets surfed on. Yeah, like people are mm-hmm. always just trying to charge waves, no we matter should, what the dangers are. We
1: should try to get some video. You don't have a video, huh? We could let it. Uh, I have
0: I have a video. I'm gonna pull up. All right, but uh, yeah, the one in England is called Aegir. It's named after uh, the the god of the sea in Norse mythology. Uh, he's um, the he's rumored to be feared by sailors who. Made sacrifices to him. Uh, legend has it also that Aegir's beer was absolutely top, and all the gods from Asgard wanted to come hang out with him and drink his wicked brew. Uh, they have one in Malaysia called Binak. There's an entire festival de- dedicated to it. It lasts for like five days. Right, Masquerette in France. Uh, this one's pretty interesting. It's probably... The most deadly one of these tidal bores. Uh, 112 ships were lost between 1789 and 1828 in that river due to the tidal bore, Masquerade, no. and another 105 uh, over the next 21 years. What's the, what's the biggest tidal bore? The biggest tidal bore I knew you'd have it. is the Silver Dragon. Uh, the Chinese. And yeah. So I have a video of the silver dragon. The Chinese wave. are beating us. Yeah. Let me and you know, see. And everything. I want to see it. He keeps on going. I want to see, see it. I <laughs> so, want to see it. Out. Oh, catch really interested. There we yeah, go. I want to see it. Uh, yeah. Cash, so it's the, the biggest Chinese one in the a, world. Can, you, got got a can you make it bigger? Can you make it bigger? So people, yeah, can see. yeah, we got it. Um, so what's interesting about the silver dragon is that, Oh Jesus. What have I done? I don't know how to do this right now. Catch people are just going to have to deal. You can see it full screen. Uh, Red Bull has a surfing event there every year, and it's been documented as far back as 3,000 years. The Silver Dragon? Yeah, so here's a video of someone surfing it right here. I've catch. definitely seen videos of this. That's good. You can see it down on the bottom. Make it full screen, too. It'll be huge on the little screen. So, there like, look at this lady just absolutely. And she's on a longboard, board, which is dope. But they're in, like, the, I think it's the Hangzhou River. Is that what it's called? Yeah. That's probably like really gross water. No? For sure. All that <laughs> smog. Whoa, look at that boat going through. Yeah. Wow.
1: That's the, that's a junk. That's what you mean by mess your junk up. That was those ships are called junks.
0: Yeah.
2: Like, it's coming a a circle. Junk.
0: It's just but like <laughs> it's a sick wave. It's just yeah, like just looking at the shape of these these tidal bore they're waves. So, good. so they're, this is not they so are this are g-
2: freaking perfect. So they're like but this Perfect is, little barrels. I but think this, it's just the water level is so much higher where the wave is that it's just like the tide the ba- raising the in back the river. The back of it's a lot higher. And also, I think it's got to do do
0: a lot with the fact that in, I'm pretty sure most of these situations, the, the tide is coming in against the current. So I feel like that current might be acting in the same way as like an, off- or an off- offshore wind. Right, so just pushing it up. It's just pu- It's just standing the wave. Yeah. up. and like this is the, oh, this is the right. Line. If you look
1: at if you look at these, first of all, this is it's not the ocean. This is you know uh, in a, a river. river. But if you look, when you talk about wave action, what when you have these, uh, this is unbelievable. Ha- you ever hear the mo- <laughs> you ever hear the uh, um, uh, what do you call it uh, t- out in the middle of the ocean? Uh, uh, rogue wave. We used yeah, to call them rogue waves. waves. Right. So a rogue wave is usually what happens is current when current goes against the wind. You see that in the Gulf Stream. Mm-hmm. So whenever there's a strong current, like the Gulf Stream goes from south to north, maybe two, three knots. This is pretty fast. And then when you get a wind going the other way, opposite way, going from the northeast, it lifts the waves up, and it's pretty dangerous. Oh, yeah, look at, it, look at the debris going over there. So
2: We're supposed yeah. to get some swell tomorrow. Yeah,
1: so that's pretty neat. That's pretty neat stuff. I mean, it's. Uh, and where, where is this at? Oh, this is Surfing Silver. This is China. So this
0: is Silver Dragon. This is the largest no. tidal bore in, in the world. It's bigger than America's. So I mean, yeah, I, these things are are pretty incredible. Um, oh. I would love, I would love to ride the one in England that I've talked about on previous shows. I think the record on that one is like nine what kilometers. Is she, you
1: know, it's interesting. She looks like she has some kind. I mean, I don't know she's to,
2: a really long leash. she looks like no,
1: but it looks like she got a vest on or something. I mean, yeah, she, probably. She's got something underneath that. Maybe yeah. she's pregnant. Maybe, A little but, gut. but you know, <laughs> some some people no wear fat some people wear a uh, uh, no a. Uh, 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 the pres- life preserver inflates if they get in trouble. Yeah. That's what it looks like she might have a neat to
0: But I mean it's just like in theory these waves are a surfer's dream, you know, it's just the endless wave. Yeah. Yeah, There's but You know where is waves like you this, pad- you only get one chance to paddle for it. Oh, okay. And if you miss it, you're done. You're beat. Uh you can in most places where this happens, you can you jet can ski? surf it kind of twice a day. You you really shouldn't do it without a jet ski, especially on this uh in this one in the Amazon that we were talking about because of Right, all the dangers well, associated with it, but yeah. uh,
1: so you got you got that one wave machine in um, out west in the, in the uh, United States that, that old Kelly Surfer- Surf Ranch, right? So you got that, and I hear that's pretty neat. Did you know they're and building one in? Yeah, Jackson? they're building one
0: uh, at Six Flags.
1: Oh wow! And uh, and then the other thing, um, is there's places that, you know if you watch the movie The Endless Summer. Have you guys ever watched that movie? The yeah. Oh god. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I figured. That's well, a, yeah, Saint Francis. Awesome. Saint Francis. It, they have they have the same kind of thing. Well, uh, South Africa, the waves are just going forever and ever and ever. It's the longest ride you could get. The only thing you have to worry about is sharks there. All right, well that's pretty interesting. I think I like that. That was really good. Tidal bore. Tidal bore. So we're gonna um, we have to keep an eye out for that. And uh, so what's our next? Our next. So what is this feet feet, shark? feet sharks? <laughs> feet feet shark. sharks.
2: There's thousands of them at one time come up and bite people in California right now. So it's this, it's this like little
0: species of shrimp like thing that lives in the shallow water in the Pacific like yeah.
2: normally the, in tidal pools. They're crustaceans, yeah. they're not actually star- sharks, but the na- name is uh is what they're going with, I guess.
0: Well, it's their added, their,
1: it's their behavior. They're yeah, probably they they're a like they like kind of shark, they come up and bite you. So what are they little they come up like, and little, bite little, your toes.
0: Tiny tiny like piranhas almost, you, you know. toads. Nemat? What's a nematode? Well, isn't
1: there? Uh, isn't there? What do they do when they they put people? They take their feet and they and they put them in this uh uh bucket oh, and they have eels? fish eat. No, they fish eat the their dead skin. Oh yeah, stuff. that's
0: like some kind of like uh salon special. Yeah,
1: yeah. There's some like little fish. They sit there it's and exfoliation. Just, yeah. <laughs> So let's, let's, that, let's. Do
0: you offer that in your office? No, no, no <laughs> don't that shit. So here, beachgoers right, so. in
1: Southern California are being targeted by swarms of tiny, aggressive sea bugs who have an appetite for human feet. We used to have sea bugs in, in in our beaches here. I haven't seen them for a while. Nicknamed mini sharks, or nickname, have been identified as water uh, line uh, isopods, um, uh, crustacean species that grows to be around 0.3 inch, or which is or point, uh, 0.8 centimeters. So centimeter is about the length of your thumbnail.
0: So that's pretty big, actually. Yeah, I mean, um, honestly, like, if you have some crusty feet... Yeah, so go down a little these bit. It, show a helpful. picture of
1: one of these things?
0: Uh, yeah, I have one pulled up on the next page over here. Yeah, let's take a look at it. So these little guys... Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. You know,
0: we've had them All here. Right, look how small it
1: is. Yeah, we've had them here. Uh, they're a little bit different, but they look, you know, I, I can see them. And we used to, you'd go swimming and then you'd be like in your bathing suit. They don't bite or anything. Call bite. Them? We used to call them sea lice, you know, but I don't think they ever, you know, rarely. They they're in the blood. bay, right?
0: Bay lice? I Isn't that where they say don't bring your dog in the bay?
1: Yeah, but I don't think these things are around here. You know, they might not nah, be. No, this
0: is a California thing.
1: Right. Wow. Are they, are they always been out there And just people are talking about this Or they have Or is something new they, They're they an, uh, an aggressive uh, this is, species I, Sean did
0: you find this On the Golden State Lifeguards Instagram page Or was that just yes. Some weird synchronicity No that was it oh, okay cool So are these, uh, so yeah, these so are biting the, people Out yeah, there they're, drawing, dealing are, it, they're dealing with this In California right now What do you do to What do they do to Like they say Wear water shoes <laughs> they the, the, the suggestion is, yeah. you know what I'm
2: The go suggestion ahead. in the article Is like just Stamper your feet Until they go away. Uh, yeah shuffle your feet Really fast So they don't have time To latch on But that's Wow But you're still not Going to stop them From biting you
1: So when they bite you you got to pull them off or i think they just
2: bite and get a little chunk out of you and that probably fills them honestly they're so small Oh,
1: that's it. so. They're, so they're actually eating you so they're not they're not uh, uh drawing blood or just they're just taking a bite. No, they're like, drawing they're blood like, there's, they're there's they people no, have
2: bled, bled from them but they're
1: not like sucking blood like a tick does no so these are these are uh, akin to like green flies they're just coming in and biting little you and pin, taking a pinch and you're they're gone yeah yeah there is a place actually down in south jersey they came up to um, uh, do a tournament with uh, with, uh, with Lavalette, and they're they uh, they have an emblem. It's it's green flies. They embrace. It says embrace <laughs> green flies. They have shirts and everything because they're so bad down there in that's South sick. Jersey. Green flies are nasty, man. Look at this. All that. Oh yeah, yeah, that's a nasty looking. That, so, these are plague of flesh eating bugs are munching on
0: people's feet in California.
1: Yeah. I never heard of it. That's pretty neat. So, it's, I think
0: it's an isopod. I think that's what the article said. Let's see. It. Yeah.
1: And it's something, is it, again, you know, dude, no other. Yeah, and it's an you, isopod. You don't have any, um, and it's nothing you could do. I guess you could wear water shoes. Well, that's pretty <laughs> wild. Oh, there's a bite. Look at the bite. Wow. That's a pretty aggressive bite. You imagine thousands of those. Thousands. Swarms of time leaving beachgoers bleeding in U.S. Wow. I never heard of that. That's an interesting... And is there any... What's the treatment? Did they say what the treatment is? Like vinegar nah, or just, you know, That's soap, just it. like a regular cut? So keep on going Pee down Pee on st- it. Pee on it. Nah, we don't, you know. So par- let me see. Right. And those attack note the painful fade. So here, people attacked by the acid described describe the bite as being painful and surprising, noting how the bugs look like uh, look, uh, uh, a group of tiny piranhas have attacked their feet and ankles. Those attack noted that the pain faded about... Fifteen to twenty minutes. That's a long time. That'd what be. would
0: you rather square off with? Uh a school of like fifty piranhas or a great great white shark? Yeah. Uh, I'd take the piranhas. You take the piranhas, Sean? I,
2: yeah. No way! I'd rather get bit once by the great white and die than ha- be bitten for two minutes wow. by piranhas. Why would you take
0: piranhas?
1: You think I think I could survive. I think I could. You beat think them you're off. gonna what are you gonna beat piranhas? them off with an oar? Yeah, 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 no, but you know, I mean, uh, piranhas. First of all, they're not as like like I said. They, I mean, they attack you, but they, I've, I, I don't think that you know they, they eat you like a swarm like that. But these things.
0: So how, how do you like, survive? What's your plan? Going like yeah, you jump, you're in, jumping in a tank. Yeah, you know uh, what? I think right, I think, I think the, if you fight
1: him off, I think you get to the sh- get out of the water. You probably have a lot more. You know, sh- uh, one in bite in a with a shark, pool. you're gonna die. I mean, you know, uh, a you're th- in a swimming pool th-
0: and you have to last 15 minutes or die before the 15 minutes. You're not gonna survive
2: that. Yeah, I don't know. I think I would. You asked me if I had case, my I'm
1: choices. Bet. You know, but the shark is gonna. You know, I like the confidence. One bite. One could kill you. I knew
2: a guy who he was a teacher, but I'm not gonna say anything. He had a a tank in college where they had a piranha mm-hmm. and they had a crawfish and they lived in harmony, like all throughout college. But, uh, you know, as, as the years go on and you get bored and it's your fourth or fifth year, depending, they, uh, they figured out a way to get the piranha angry at the crawfish and made them, uh, fight. And I think the crawfish beat the single piranha and crawfish aren't that big.
1: Prawn is not that big
0: either. What's
2: it's that shrimp that, like, punches? Oh, I don't know. You've, have you heard about that? I know that? about that. Yeah.
0: David, it can, it, can like, it can, like, punch through a piece of glass or something.
2: No, you know, I think it can punch right through a wetsuit for sure.
1: I tell you what's bad is the box
2: jellyfish.
1: And they're in Australia. And I and they're in the... Tort- the mantis di- shrimp. Yeah.
2: The uh, Look up its punching power just right, off the cuff. Mantis shrimp
0: pack the strongest punch of any creature in the animal kingdom. Their club-like appendages accelerate faster than a bullet out of a gun, and just one strike can knock the arm off a crab or break through a snail shell.
1: Let's see a video of it. Can we show one? Here, right there. It's up top. You got one. I think the one below that. Here, you whatever. never
2: seen one of these, Cash?
1: Uh, No. But the box jellyfish are bad. They're very small, and they'll kill you. You'll die real quick. They're, they're very, very uh, dangerous. And down in the Caribbean, they got them. They're not as bad, but you get a bad bite. You know, you really... So is this the, this the yeah, right it's
2: just
0: a this to shrimp. He looks like Mr. Krabs.
1: Yeah. You ever watch SpongeBob with Ava? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I want to see the punch, but they're not going to show it. That is a they that's a really
0: it. beautiful. Yeah, it's amazing, isn't it? That's less creepy than the uh than the feet sharks. Yeah, less creepy looking. Yeah. So he's shuffling with some rocks right now. All right, you got a punch or not?
1: Yeah. Uh, oh, there oh it it's pretty quick. Hey, he's pretty big, too, actually. Well, if you can punch hard. He's got him.
0: That's m- a big, that's a
1: big, uh, look at the size of that thing. That's big. I can see it. has got a lot of, he's got a lot of weight behind him if he punches. It's like a, like an armored yeah, worm. I've never seen, what part of the world did a, uh, let's see. I've never seen him around here. So it's a punch, so it's called a uh, punch. No. That's pretty interesting. Where is mantis?
0: Mantis shrimp. <laughs> yeah, it's not called a punching shrimp. Where is the mantis shrimp? Yeah, the Indian seas, Pacific Ocean, so that's yeah, the tropical I think. and eastern, subtropical uh, yeah. waters in the Indian and Pacific yeah, Oceans yeah. Yeah. between eastern Africa and Hawaii. Yeah, if Hawaii.
1: you if you you know that part of the world, Indian and Pacific Ocean, that part of the world has the most diverse uh, wildlife in in the waters. The, it's it's you know way better than the Caribbean. And uh, the water is so. We got that what is that? That little pointer there. Why is it there? What? That's just oh, okay. No <laughs> one can see yeah, that. yeah. But I can see it. Anyway, <laughs> so the the um it, there's such diversity there. It, it's amazing. So that's pretty neat. So we learned we learned about the wave. We got the um the punching. Uh, so uh, yeah,
0: what we what down on the beach this weekend? And
1: uh, well, let's you. go here. So let's the last thing is beach injuries. L-D-W. So but let me just I just want to I just want to follow up on it. Just so I understand that the um the uh, what do you call it? Those little crustaceans are they mm-hmm. in, in California? Is that something new? Like, just is it invading as because of climate, the war- warm water? Anybody know? Like, I what, think
2: it's just this a seasonal issue right now. But
1: oh, because I never heard anything about that. I don't know. I didn't know that. You know, I never heard any, I never heard that. Or I, I know not that they, they bite that bad. So
0: uh, yeah, to be completely honest, our, our research kind of stopped on that okay. one article. That's with that okay. One, but. That's right.
1: So yeah, <laughs> we're going to talk about. So we just finished up our um, our big season in in uh on the beach in Seaside Heights. Another and
0: successful uh, Memorial Day to Labor Day. Yeah, it's not yeah, quite over for us yet, though. Yeah,
1: we got another. We got another. Uh, you know, well, we got another month, but it's um, we you know we're done by the end of uh, September. But we had a, um, a great season. It was really not that bad. Ocean. We had the June swell for people who know our area. We had a June swell, and then uh, we really didn't have any hurricanes that affected our uh, area. Maybe we'll get something next week, but it was a lot of south wind, and the water was very cold. But despite that, we had record crowds on the beach for for quite a long time. But um, this weekend, uh, we um, it was pretty non-eventful. But we had a couple things uh, uh, things that happened on the beach, and I want to talk about one. that I think it's really important uh, to understand because you're gonna as if you run a, if you're on a life if you're a lifeguard on the beach and, and especially uh, well any beach for that matter you you're gonna have medical issues and a lot of times there are injuries like somebody twists their ankle or. Uh, you know, get, uh, fall, fall down and, uh, heat exhaustion. We see that a lot. They get dehydrated, hypotensive, but also people will have cardiac events and not because they drown just that they're on the beach. And a lot of people think, Oh, a heart attack is, you know, they pass out, they stop breathing, you start CPR, but not everybody's like that. There's a thing called a STEMI. And, um, uh, I'm a physician, and uh, I, you know, I, every year I, I train and I get certified in uh, 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 advanced cardiac life support. So what a STEMI is, let's talk about a STEMI. So a STEMI is a—can oh, you, you put that Are back? Are you going to read this? Yeah, yeah, just I just it, off, yeah. No, no, leave that. Go off the dome. No, you know? no. Well, a STEMI is uh, ST elevation myocardial infarction, and it's a type of heart attack that mainly affects your uh, heart's lower chamber. They're named for how they change the appearance of the heart's electri- electrical activity on a certain type of diagnostic test. So what happens? So it, you start to get um, electric abnormality, and it's called ST elevation. ST is a normal wave, and it gets elevated and elongated.
2: So if people were visualizing this, like the boom,
1: boom boom like lines right, that they right.
2: see. It would be different than the normal right. shape.
1: Think, think about it. When, if the electric, if the electric um, pattern changes on an EKG, your, your heart's not pumping normally. So the pump starts to pump ineffectively, and when it does that, you start to get symptoms because you're not getting the right kind of blood going out. You get uh, nauseous. You could throw up. You could pass out. You could get chest pain. Is there some that they go through, some of the symptoms? You know, the way you diagnose it is, is you do an EKG, and you also do cardiac enzymes. But can you go with the uh, symptoms uh, of, of this? This is important for us to know, because you're going to see this on the beach, and you could get confused, and, and, and really, you know, here it is. So shortness of breath, fatigue. Fatigue, let me stop here. This is very important. Shortness of breath. This individual has shortness of breath, Okay fatigue that's what he's saying at the third time and i'll tell you third time he went down Mm -hmm. he said i'm really tired i feel tired i feel tired dizziness and lightheaded yes cold sweat yes nausea and vomiting that was what he had now sometimes it's chest discomfort pain or pressure or or often is the first and most obvious symptom of a STEMI, and uh describes heaviness aching tightness throbbing and uh, constriction sometimes they don't have a lot of chest pain or none you know, they could be a diabetic, they with a neuropathy, but I can tell you, don't always if you got somebody who's shortness of breath, fatigue, dizziness, throwing up, and and losing consciousness, you gotta start thinking about this. So let's talk about what happened on the beach. And it's a great, it's a great learning tool. You could get you get out of that you know. So for people who uh, so it's called the STEMI. So I'm on the beach, actually um, dealing with some of the lifeguards. I was thinking I was, you know, doing lunches or whatever. And out of the corner of my eye, it just so happened. And we all noticed, it, it just happened to be there. And this guy just f- face plants. He just goes right down, I'd say about 10 feet away from me, and he just went right down, and he's square on his face. His arms are at the side, and he's not moving. He's just down. So, And, and, I, and I could see people, like, running, so come over to tell me what's going on. But I saw it already. So I ran over there, and I flipped him over, and uh, his eyes were in the back of his head. He was—he was—he was conscious. And uh, what I remember is his uh, family came over, and we started talking. And he had no—you uh, know—chest pain. It wasn't language; uh, de- uh, he didn't speak English. And so we—I think
2: that was one of the biggest issues of the whole situation. Is just like having to talk through. Yes. The uh, his interpreter. Yes.
1: yes. that's a big problem. And um, we got—you know—in New Jersey, we have 110 different languages being spoken. So good luck. You could say, well, why don't you learn Spanish? You know, there's a lot of Spanish. There's, there's Hindu, there's, there's, I mean, it goes on, on Russian, but we got, you know,
0: we got every, (laughs) I think Spanish will get you the farthest in the state though. Uh,
1: probably, probably, yeah. So I, you know, that's why I'd like to have our, our phone down there. You could do a translation, but the problem is the guy was, you know, out of, out of, uh, isn't isn't that incredible?
0: Like not to like go too far into a sidebar, but when you, let's say even when you were in like grad school, like. The, the type of technology, like, you can speak into your phone.
2: Even 10 years ago.
0: Even 10 years ago. Like, when you were younger, like, you, the, the idea that you can speak into a phone and then automatically it will speak out in another language. Like
1: I tell you, there's a, there's a Star Trek, um, initial Star Trek, uh, you know, movie, uh, film, um, shows, you know. And there's one where... an OG only,
2: or Next Generation? No, a regular Star oh, Trek, Trek, the
1: initial okay. one. But there's a... Patrick Stewart? No no, right? no, 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 no. No, that's... No. Uh, Captain Kirk. Uh, Cap- what's his
0: name? Shatner. Shatner, right. Yeah. So there's one, talk about,
1: what we're talking about, there's one show where uh, uh, somebody from the future comes in and and they're uh, trying to stop a a, a space uh, rocket that's going to be shot off and going to save the world. And what he does is he actually dictates and then as he, as he talks, the the machine prints out the, the writing of what he said, right? We take that for granted. Back then, that was like, "Oh my God!" She looked at that, and she, you know, the girl who was watching uh-huh. it, thought that was so incredible. I do it every day. I have, um, I have a dictation service, uh, uh, you know, in my on my computer. So, yeah,
0: all, I can tell all your texts are speech to text. Right, it's it's pretty
1: much. <laughs> but I do that all day long. I, you know, all my uh, all my dictation, and I dictate, and it prints it right in front of me while I'm dictating it. So it's, that that's, that's how you take your notes. Yeah, that's how I do. How, all and my how day. long
0: have you been doing that?
1: Oh, years, years. Uh, I actually have. Um, uh, uh, there's actually well, I I do multiple. I have you know pre pre made notes that I have all done, and I plug and p- put them in. But also then I augment that with uh with the dictation. But my point, you can do it on your phone. You could yeah. do, well you know text. I do but it that, all the time. When but I'm that crying. technology back in in the day, back in like in the seventies, it was like what? No, that was spacious. Nobody even thought that could be possible. And you know you got to remember, you use typewriters, and uh, so we. Uh, that's called Dragon. The one company we use is called Dragon.
0: It's that was like good. the original. I remember seeing an infomercial for that when yeah, I was in yeah. like sophomore year of high school. I was like, yeah, this is yeah. the coolest so, shit ever.
1: So let's go back to, so to the guy's um, down and I get him, I get him up and uh family's there. And I'm thinking they were telling me that he only ate once that day. So I'm thinking just like all of us, we've seen this before. Okay. He, and, he, and we asked how old he was he's 62, no medical problems, supposedly, and figured, okay, he didn't eat all day. It wasn't super hot, so I wasn't thinking he exhaust because usually you don't see that. I mean, we, listen, I've been here for 30 years. When you get that, it's usually the hot, hot days, uh, muggy. So it didn't look like that. And I will
2: say the individual was very uh, obstinate to any, any care, like water, an umbrella. Yeah, like yeah, He, wanted, yeah, he yeah, just yeah, wanted yeah. none well,
1: of it. Well, re- he was doing a religious fast. Yeah. So that's another whole thing. There's another whole thing. You know, the social uh, aspect comes in. But— my mm-hmm. thought at that point, my mind is that, okay, he needs a little food, he needs a little water, and he'll be fine. And and the family and I, you know, I said, okay, it's fine. I, 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 and so they said, we're going to put him on the chair. So it was a chair. They had the chair about uh, 15 feet away. So I said, okay, bring him over to the chair. And then, you know, I was, because we got to keep on going. We got the beach to work with. And he walks over to the chair, and I'm watching him. And he sits, he actually didn't even sit down. He, he. Collapsed into the chair, uh, and then and then he and he keels over. And he's still he's in the chair, and he's throwing up. I can see him throwing up, and he's just like dangling. You know, the only thing that's holding him up is his belly. You know, I mean, like he's like, <laughs> you know, he just didn't fl- plant again. So that's it. I'm like, that's it. I go over there. I get him out of the chair. I put him down. I open up his airway. You know, and he and he's and he's a, he's a, he's a conscious, and he's breathing. I listen. To, I'm feeling his pulse. He's pu- got a pulse. And I said, that's it. We need to get what's in our area. It's called Triborough. We we call the, it's the ambulance. You guys all know.
0: Did you get the AED? Yeah, yeah. At we that point,
1: at point okay. I got, I said, get the, I sent Sean. I said, get the AED, get the oxygen. I have a whole setup up up in the office, my private stock. I got collars. I got, you know, so I got it all, all my stuff. So I know where everything is and I, I really like it. And I said, get that. And then I got, uh, send the mule down for a wheelchair. Uh, I don't know if we were going to walk him out or, you know, uh, backboard. So he's now... In the chair. Paramedics, I mean, the ENT comes, and then the guy comes around, right? He comes around, and um, I'm like, listen, I think he should go to the hospital. The family's refusing. The family's refusing. They're like, no, he's okay. He's okay. And, you know, and the, uh, EMT, I mean, the EMTs didn't get there yet. So this is just the uh, uh, triborough. And they're like, listen, um, you know, going back and forth. So the, the the father the son goes. Why don't we just let him sleep it off on the beach? Now, I'm thinking at this point, and I'm going through my mind. It's not heat exhaustion. He's not a diabetic. So I don't think he's low on sugar. He could be, but I'm starting to think STEMI, Why? Well, first of all, I'm trained to think that. Uh, I'm advanced cardiac life support, and when you see somebody who's nauseous, who's passing out, I mean, you could have seizures, but usually it's seizure. You go out. And then you wake up and, you know, you're... And you're kind of through it. Right. This was twice already. Yeah. 62 years old. I, I just, I, you know, I, I said, until... Not fit. Uh, and here's... Now, here's, no. here's the thing, too. If you have a STEMI, there's a protocol. You'd like to get that person in the hospital, in the cath lab, where they get a catheterization in their heart, because this is a blockage of the artery, within 90 minutes. The time is crucial if you really want to make a difference, because if you wait too long and there's a lot of damage to the heart, now, you know, now you got permanent damage and it's just a pain in the ass so you need to give them more um blood thinners so it's so okay so they the uh so the paramedics are like well it's up to you guys and they're like well, we're gonna let them sleep it off i said no 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 so this is where were you there Shimon? i said i said listen if you're not going with the paramedics to the hospital you ain't staying on our beach <laughs> i said you got you got to take them off here. i don't i don't think you should be out here in the sun He's, uh, you know, I, I, my opinion is, you know, he's got to get out
0: of here. Did like the uh, paramedics agree with your assessment? They they were, they
1: were trying to accommodate the family because here's the thing. It's the family and the patient. If they don't want treatment, unless it's, I mean, unless you're unconscious, you know, I mean, you can't force somebody. You you can't.
2: So he begrudgingly says, yes, he'll, they'll leave the beach.
1: So he says, and I just, as, as a doctor on the beach, I'm like, listen, I, I don't think this environment's good for you. And I, I'm still concerned about something. I said, listen, you got to get him out of here. I'm recommend you take him to the hospital, you know, but that's, you know, that, and they're like, well, you know, and, and everybody was, you know, we were looking at each other, us in, the, in Triborough, and like, well, <laughs> you know, can't force the guy to do it. And the guy's like, so I said, we had the wheelchair. And I said, let us wheel you off the beach, okay? Let's. No, 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 I'm going to, you know, he's, and now he's looking, for, he's getting better. He looks, but, f- he looks, yeah, pretty okay at this point. Right, right. So he, he walks up to the wheelchair, down. And I mean down. Yeah,
2: right again, and, face
1: into the sand. And, and you know, uh, eyes in the back of his head, now he's unconscious. And at that point, I was like, no, <laughs> that's it, he's going. I said, get the paramedics here. So make the, lo- do,
0: does the family still have a choice in a No, situation at this
1: point, like they're that? like, we want him to go to the hospital. But, but does <laughs> they, the family still have a choice? Well, he was unconscious. At that point, I want the paramedics. He's unconscious. Yeah, but can, go- the, can the family
0: refuse the paramedics at that point? Is there, is there a certain point no, where, like, a, what, no. a, a medical professional like you can step in and say, no, he has to go to the hospital? Well, listen,
1: if you, somebody's have if somebody is not breathing, unless they have a directive, non-resuscitate, and it's a piece of paper, uh-huh. I mean, that's a good question. But we're going to do CPR. I mean, you know, if you got a wound, uh, you know, somebody, you, you know, umbrella cut you and hit in the neck, and you're gushing blood, and, you know, somebody says, oh, yeah, I don't want to be treated. You don't need my permit. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's you not know, likely I'm going to get I mean, permission. I mean, I don't... Uh, here's the thing. Yeah, no. It, yeah. And it, it makes a good point. You make... It, my opinion at that point, they didn't realize or understand the significance of what was going on with this gentleman. You know, if I think... You know, if, if, we, if we said, okay, at this point it's a STEMI and he's got like, you know, 60 minutes to get to the hospital or... or, or and he could code any minute. I think they would be very uh, amenable to getting him out of here. The third time he went down... The son, the son-in-law said, I want him to go.
2: He was never really responsive after the third no, time, too. No,
1: he was done. So so, they, so then the paramedics came, and they did an EKG. And it wasn't a 12-lead, but they did a pretty good one. They put it on the legs and everything. And it was, it, you know, ST elevation. So that was it. That, As far as they're concerned, it's a STEMI.
0: So you were spot on.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but it's not that, trust me, it's not that tough. I mean, if you, you that's, you know, you work in ER, I mean, you train, you see it all the time. It's not that, it's the most common thing, anyway. And, um... Uh, so they treated him. I think they might have given him aspirin or whatever, and they get him out of there. I talked to the ER doc later on, and he had uh, elevated ST waves. He had uh, cardiac enzymes elevated. They, they were ruling out a grand mal seizure. Also, they wanted to get an MRI, a brain MRI, I think, or a CAT scan, make sure he didn't have a tumor or a mass or something, you know. So they were working him up, but it, 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 you know. But that's my point is is that if you have somebody on the beach who's passing out, who's got. Um, uh, you know, um, vomiting, feel fatigued. And even if they don't have chest pain, you know, they could even be having a stroke too. You really got to get them uh, evaluated. And if we let him just sleep it off on the back of the beach, I don't think he would ever, you know, he, he could have died on us there. And then now you're, or if he goes into cardiac arrest. And this, I tell you how, how, uh, where I thought we were. At that point, the third time I, I removed, I don't know if I ripped the shirt or I cut, took it mm-hmm. off, uh, I opened it up. I was getting ready to put a, you know yeah. the uh, leads on cuz he was out and I was just waiting so for He
2: was seizing up like grabbing his son's arm.
1: I I've I've seen people like that before and, and in the hospital and, but they're they're still awake. They're going into this episode and then they just stop breathing and they they're, they you know they start turning gray on you. And it goes and that's it. That, you know cuz what happens is the heart is pumping and this is you're getting these ST waves and it, so you're getting this elevation and then you go into uh, what's called tachycardia.
2: What is an ST wave? So ST,
1: the, uh, ST is the, uh, so if you go back to that picture, when, you look, spike. At a, yeah, when you look at an AK, AK, EKG, it's right here, there's, th- it, there's a Q wave, there's a T wave, right? It's, so that's normal. We, we, we break up an a, uh, EKG into segments, okay? So there's a Q wave segment. And what happens is there's a certain part of that wave that starts to look abnormal. And what that's the early signs of an ischemic heart, where the heart's not pumping correctly, and so you go into you go into uh, what's called VTAC ventricular tachycardia, and which is a really fast heartbeat, and then you go into AFib, which is. Uh, atri- uh, excuse me, ventricular f- uh, fibrillation. So the muscle is just acting like a, bar- a bunch of worms. It's just, yeah. and you got no blood going.
2: Bad electricity.
1: And so what happens is, so it's not pumping correctly. So your pump stops, you, you don't get bre- blood to the brain. The most important thing is the heart's not getting blood. And so, but when you, don't, when you don't get blood going to the brain, four minutes, five minutes, six minutes, you're dead. Is it possible for your heart to cramp? Well, that's that's really what's
0: happening here. I mean, it's electrical. Like you know, like for, say, through say, like dehydration. Say you're so dehydrated, oh, yeah, 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 could you get yeah, to a point yeah, where your yeah, heart yeah, cramps yeah. and also, well, would that be painful?
1: Yeah, yeah. You you got there's a lot of hard things. A lot of people have cardiomyopathies. They their muscles weak. They um, they get um, uh, they have valve problems. Uh, you know, there's there's parts where they say the, va- the the vessels just close up. But this is a an ischemic heart most likely. They have, these people have blocked arteries and they need to get into the cath lab and get stented. But my, I think my whole co- conversation here is that when you have somebody on the beach and you know, is this going to happen to a 20, 30 year old? No, most likely not. could be forties. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm seeing more and more heart attacks at a heart, you know, these, st- these STEMIs in people who smoke pot like three, four <coughs> times a day and they hit their thirties, f- late thirties, early forties. Uh, and they usually have a lot of pain or they feel like they got indigestion they don't feel good. I mean, there's a lot of different symptoms. The old thing is, you know, left arm pain, uh, feels like an elephant's on your chest. Those are the most common things. But I've seen them where Did you just say
0: pot causes heart attacks.
1: What we're seeing, I'm not saying pot. Here's the thing: when you smoke, when you smoke marijuana, you got the same carcinogens as you, if you if you smoke a cigarette. And what the literature is starting to show is that these people who are who are you know doing chronic chronic smoking of pot three four times a day for years and years and years, it appears, again, this is, you know, it appears, I, I don't think there's, you know, I haven't seen the literature yet to really substantiate it, but I'm, I'm watching it, is that you've got an increased rate of heart disease and heart st- stemis and blockage of your arteries.
0: Now, is there any, like, specification whether these people are using marijuana with, other things that might cause heart issues yeah. like tobacco, yeah, 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 like smoking that, that, in yeah. a blunt or yeah, yeah, uh, it's, it's a good a question. Spliff.
1: Yeah, it's a good question. Here's the thing: Snoop Dogg, Snoop right, Dogg, right.
0: smokes a, like eighty, literally like eighty blunts a day, right? right. And you know, and
1: maybe he's had stents put in his heart. We don't know. Yeah. See the picture He'd above be you. Someone who's rich enough to hide see,
0: it. See the picture above you. See that picture yeah. above you. Let me. More just doctors see. smoke Camels than any other cigarette. Yeah, that's that's from
1: 1946, and they at that time they didn't think it caused cancer. Not that
0: only does uh, are we sh- like, or were oh, they just no. paying the doctors to say that? Bit oh a- no no no!
1: Back in those days, did they know it caused problems? Probably not. But I mean, my point is, we don't. We know now that it causes cancer. Forty 46- six. What,
0: what even back then? What doctor would have been like? No, this is definitely good for you. Inhale like lighting and no. Inhaling. A lot
1: of them smoked. A lot. Everybody smoked. Nobody thought it was that bad. It made
0: you feel good.
1: No no no. Yeah, a lot of people just like marijuana. You know how many you know, years ago everybody was oh, it's safe and everything. Now, back in the day, cigarettes were—if you look at the old movies, everybody smokes. Uh, they used to hand them out. They, nobody really thought that they were that dangerous, really they didn't. They didn't. I mean, I'm
0: just telling you what it is now. Well, I mean, not, it was like there was it battles. was battles. Huge in the bars, even up until like two, three yeah, years yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. you got to remember. Then they started coming out with the jewels, but right. like people, uh, every bar you went to, people are. Everywhere smoking cigarettes, as recently as like two years ago. C- yeah. I mean, they still do, but not well, as much anymore. They, cigarettes, you know, where it all
1: started in in the United States in the colonies. It, tobacco was yeah. a the Indians grew it, and um, and tobacco was a big product. It, it went to Europe, and that was a drug of choice back in the day. And you know, you you you. It
0: was also a bit of a status symbol. Yeah,
1: and people would sniff it, but it was it was a rush. You get a high from it. Yeah,
0: know? I was uh, I was listening to uh, the the podcast uh, the pirate history podcast yeah and uh he was talking about that you know just the intersection of piracy and the tobacco trade but he was saying like in i don't know exactly what time period it was but when it first started making its way from the americas back over to europe it was like you know if you're having a house party and you don't have like a bowl of tobacco for people to fill their pipes with yeah you're, you're yeah, not, yeah. you know, doing yeah, it right. Yeah, you're not yeah, yeah. being a good host. And, and remember, it was like that.
1: Right, remember the South, you know, Carolina. Same thing with tea. Yeah, but, but uh, uh, tobacco and cotton were big. It made, you know, it was a big part of this country. But getting back to the, to the uh, uh, you know, when you get these people with symptoms, what, what I tell people, what I used to think is that, you know, the average age of a heart attack was in the 50s, and it was males. When I was doing my training back in the 80s and 90s, very, very few females would have a heart attack. It was unheard of. You never, it's like, that's why if you see a, a woman who had symptoms that you thought were a heart attack, you'd be like, no way. Now it's 50 50. You know, the other thing that really brought on uh, heart disease, because you didn't have a lot of heart disease back in the day, was uh, meat, eating a lot of meat. And if you look at China, uh, Japan, right? Before World War II, Japan had almost hardly any heart disease. And they didn't eat a lot of, they didn't eat a lot of meat. They didn't, maybe fish, but, you know, rice. Well, after World War II, what happened in, in Japan? They, uh, they became Americanized. And what does that Westernized. mean? Westernized. Westernized. Some, someone's got to
2: tell the liver king he's, got a, he's going to get a heart attack. Yeah,
1: yeah. 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 So, so, bang, you no know, so doubt about it that, that different things cause mal- Is it.
0: Isn't that really difficult data to collect, though? No,
1: no. Well, no.
0: if you ask me uh, how many times did you smoke pot over the last 10 years, I'm not going to be able to give you a real answer. Uh, but there are you know, people, same there are thing people, it's like, how many times I, a day did you eat meat for the past 10 years? Yeah. I don't know. I've been on like six different yeah, diets. Yeah. I've, you know, well, you could, but you I could, vegetarian you vegetarian for but you a could, month.
1: But you could look at like how much beef is, is sold in, in Japan uh, before the war and how many heart attacks and heart disease. That Wagyu beef. You know, like just, have good, you ever had Wagyu? Yeah. Yeah. Is the, it good? But so yeah, good. But getting back yeah, to, with females, so I can tell you right now, there was, Nobody, you, know, you didn't see it in the ERs. You know, why, why all of a sudden now, not all of a sudden, but why over the years you got more and more women coming in with heart attacks? Because they're all smoking pot? No, nah, I, I don't think it was the pot. I think it was,
2: uh, I think it was stress. I, yeah, well, I more, mean, stress. More, more responsibilities now than ever. Shaw stress, makes a good point. Like how much stress. of this
0: can be associated with just like the way people uh, are choosing to live their lives now in terms of <laughs> we're eating a lot more junk. We're sitting around a lot more, like a, oh, a yeah, larger majority of people. Definitely, definitely. Dr- you know, like, yeah, like there are a lot. Like, yes, a lot more women are having heart attacks now, but there are a lot more overweight women now. Yeah,
1: it's it's all it's yeah. But my point is is that things change, and and um my my my, my whole thought here was that you know if, as a lifeguard, and you know if you go down and there's a thirty year old thirty pa- year old patient, uh who has got you know, maybe chest pain or the throwing up or they're, they're, uh you know passed out. You know, you're like, no way it's not a heart attack. Well, yeah, a way it could be. You know, I'm, we're seeing it younger and younger. We're definitely, I could, de- I just had one patient. He's 40, maybe, I don't know, 41, 42. Heavy duty pot smoker for years. Um, but he doesn't smoke cigarettes. And, you know, and he ha- he's on his, you know, I don't know how many stents he had. Before, you know, he's on the second time. He had one heart wow, attack. Really? And then, you know, then now, and it was all, you know, STEMIs and um, thank God he's not dead. So I, I don't. I, I just want to let you know that, like I said, on this situation, um, <clears throat> if I let the guy go and just sleep it off, he probably would. You know, he might not have made it. And uh, so I think you have to have a high alert. I think everybody who is working on in uh, in the in, the, um, in a, as a lifeguard, especially the paramedics or EMTs, they'll know about this. They're trained. Every yeah. when you do advanced cardiac life support, so we run a code, and you know when you do the training, you got to know how to you know look at an EKG, interpret what it is, if it's AFib or you know, a, a STEMI, and you got to know how to handle it and what kind of medications and, and how to treat it. And um, so you learn that. And, 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 it could be, and there's other arrhythmias. Now, the one that I did on the boardwalk, uh, what was that, three, four years ago, where I gave her three shocks, and she lived. She probably had some kind of arrhythmia. Now, was it, was it this? Could have, been a, could have been a STEMI. It could have been something else, you know. And, uh, but you hope that these people have a shockable uh, arrhythmia. But you always got to be cautious about that. And let's talk about one more. So we had one other, Sean, and um, this, are you what, talking about this week. Yeah, was this the one that you dealt with? Who who? So I get a I get a call that there's somebody with calf pain. They injured their calf. I That's was what I heard. A hamstring. Then it, then it became a hamstring. That's what I heard. initially I heard calf, and then I heard hamstring. Were you down there with that?
2: I was there late. I uh, drove okay. the mule over to help him.
1: Okay. So explain so when you got there. Say what was the deal? What he couldn't walk? Like what was.
2: Yeah, he... Uh, Don't say
1: what happened to him. Just that, you know, what...
2: Yeah, I'm trying. He uh, was complaining about a leg injury. Mm-hmm. Again, there was a bit of a communication gap because he couldn't get up, so he was having the the child with him go up to the lifeguards and, like, try to explain the situation, and they would try to explain what to say to the kid back. There was a bit of a game of telephone going on. But they, he spoke English. Yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah, it was yeah, just, yeah, you know, yeah, right. speaking through a, a child.
1: So he couldn't get up. He was laying on the ground, pretty much, in yeah. the water. Okay. He was complaining about... Uh, hamstring pain, right, right. So, so I, I I don't go down for this one, and uh, because I, I was just dealing with some other stuff, and I saw there was cops down there and the lifeguards. So, I mean, and, and it's, you know, they, I hear hamstring. Maybe he pulled the hamstring. I don't, I don't, I don't know what the guy looks like. So that's the end of it. Later on, they bring him up in the wheel, uh, the beach wheelchair, and he's up on the boardwalk. And again, the uh, uh boroughs there. You know, the uh, ambulance people and the cops. And I just happened to to go out there cause I was going to get a cup of coffee and there's you know, a place there that we get coffee and, and, they were, and
0: candy or blue cup,
1: blue cup. And they were, they were right there. They were right there. And I saw the, uh, ENT, not the ENT, the, um, Tribor, the, uh, And I said, I wanted to tell about the other patient cause you know, I found out, you know, what, what was going on and I went there. And so I, as I was there, they were talking to him and he can't walk. He can't, he can't put any weight on it. And it was really his hip area. And, um, He was probably in his, his he was obese, he was in his sixties, you know, late fifties, early sixties. And I could tell you until proven otherwise, if somebody can't stand and walk like that and it's a, it's a fractured hip. So I think what happened is he fell down, you know, and, and broke his hip. You always got a and, shore
0: break action.
1: Yeah, maybe. Who knows? He could have fell down. He could have tripped over his own feet for all I know. But my point is, is that when you have somebody, when you say hamstring, you know, you, like it, it, it's one thing if you're, you know, running for a marathon or working out and, you know, usually the hamstring is up in your groin. It hurts right. really bad. Mm. But this guy wasn't doing any activity that's going to pull a hamstring. <laughs> the only thing he's going to, I mean, you know, I mean, he's just not. I mean, the guy had a belly and he was a, you know a nice guy. And but when you see something like that, you know, you could play around. And he, the problem, the reason why I'm bringing this up is that there was discussion. You know, he really didn't want to go to the hospital. He just thought maybe, you know, maybe it was a hamstring pull. And his wife doesn't drive, but he drove. But he tried to walk. He couldn't. And he's sitting in a wheelchair, he's somewhat comfortable, but now he's got this dilemma, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, and, and, and again, we're back to the same old thing. You know, the patient has the, the right to, to do whatever they want to do, but if he can't drive, how's he going to get home? Unless he hires an Uber. Uber. And, and, you know, but they're asking us. And I, I'm not, I, we can't, I don't have an x-ray machine. I, I, you know, you can't make a diagnosis. You, what you need at that point is an x-ray. I don't care. You could be Joe Trauma Center. You know, maybe you can move the hip around and everything, but I, I, you know, the guy can't walk and has pain. You know, I think it's, I think is it's a, a po- good idea.
0: Is it possible that it was a dislocation?
1: I uh, you usually don't dislocate a hip. You just dislocate a shoulder. I mean, no, it's a fracture. I mean, it's, what, you know,
0: like what kind, of, it's the what kind are, of? trauma would you have to experience to dislocate your hip?
1: Probably like, like a huge car accident. I don't think you're going to dislocate a hip. Would it, it's like, going to break. It it's going to break. Yeah, you're not going to. You know, in, I mean. You dislocate your hip; you're probably your leg is gone. You know, what I mean, it's it's more the most you're common dislocating thing.
0: Dislocating all the muscles, yeah, so many yeah,
1: strong muscles and yeah. The thing is, nine every day people fall down. The minor injuries; they fall like my buddy. He was uh, taking his grandmother down to Florida, and I remember this. She getting walks outside, right, and it's kind of ice on the ground. She's standing next to the car. He had to go run back in the house and get something, right. He, as soon as he turned, he turned. He came back. She just pivoted a little bit, slipped on the ice, broke her hip. Mm. That's all it took. Yeah. Done. You know, and, and they weren't going to Florida after that. You know. So my my point is, is that um. you have to think. So if it's a broken hip, here's the other thing. You know that that ain't. you need that's? You need to have that. You're going. You got to go to the hospital. You got to have surgery. I mean, there's no. You're not recovering from that. Uh, they get
0: you up and walking pretty quickly though when yes. they replace your hip, like the day up. Well,
1: they don't re- Yeah, a lot of times they just they pin it or whatever. It's it's pretty straightforward surgery, but um, but anyway, I don't think that was a hamstring. That's my point. <laughs> and uh, uh, but again, it was like delay. The guys like I mean I, I I felt I felt bad for the guy, but you know it's like what are you going to do? You know. So we get a lot of that. that I think um, yesterday uh, the other end we had a bunch of people. We had a little bit of a shore break, you know, and uh, some people, you know, the
2: yeah leg injury.
1: All up and down the beach when you have that. And we tell people, be careful, you know. But anyway, I think it's, it was, those are, the STEMI is a big thing. Where, even if you're anywhere, if you're at a party or a family member, you know, Thanksgiving, and somebody starts throwing up, somebody starts, um, uh, you know, if they pass out, if people lose consciousness, that's what I want to make. That's a big red flag. It's one thing you're throwing up. You know, if you got chest pain, if you feel like somebody's st- standing on your chest or arm pain, you got to deal with that, but definitely, if somebody loses consciousness, there's something going on, and you know, and especially three times. And like you said, I don't think he regained consciousness the no, third time.
2: He was just strapped in and not responding.
1: Yeah, he was. Yeah, you know, we put him in. The, and so what we did is we got him on the, on the uh, backboard, and uh, I, I when he when the paramedics came, they they knew, you know, they they because as soon as they did the EKG, he looked at the paper, he's like, mm, let's let's go. <laughs> and one of the things I wouldn't, you can't do this, but. One of the things that really works real well is aspirin, you know, under the under the tongue, uh, like an eighty-one milligram aspirin, and that's what the paramedics will do as long as they don't don't think they're having a stroke because you don't want to bleed out. And uh, that is that like act as a blood thinner? Yeah, is that yeah. it anti-inflammatory? It's a anti- blood thinner. It's an anti yeah it 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 uh, it uh yeah I guess the best way to say is it thins the blood, you uh, know. So if there's a clot, the, the blood can move through. Gotcha. And um,
2: I try not to take any of that stuff. Like well, Advil, I Advil, Tylenol.
1: I tell you how good the aspirin works. When I I used to do a lot of vein surgery. And so we put a catheter in the vein. So I would, I would, be, I would have a monitor, ultrasound, and I put the catheter in, a little needle, and we st- put this catheter up and bring it right up to your groin. And then we put a laser catheter in there, and then we numb it all up, and we put the laser on, and we pull it out slowly, and it, and it zips. It burns the vein and closes. But every once in a while, I mean, over the years, I've had it where you have it in there and you start to see clots being formed. And we'll give a patient aspirin right on a table because they're awake. And it's amazing, you know, it, instantly. It, it instantly it's, pretty, it's pretty amazing stuff. Mm-hmm. So um, they, they, when you used to, when, when somebody has a, 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 a clot, we'll give them, um, uh, you know, there's clot medicine that you could give them that reduces, uh, it's TPA. And it, and it just, you, you could actually uh, infuse it. So you put a catheter in there and TPA kind of like just, it, it, you know, uh, dissolves clots. So he's put it continuously in there. You could cause a really bad bleed. But anyway, we're getting advanced talking here. So that's yeah. that that was, you know, that was the deal. So that was we pretty good. Uh, is there anything else, any other ones, Sean, that we had on the beach? Pretty much that's it, right? Yeah, I we think it was
2: the only injuries of the uh the weekend. It was pretty l- pretty easy. Are you uh ready for your your quiz catch more? Yet. All right, let's get let's
1: give the quiz. All right. all right. Do you look forward to this yet? Are you excited about it? Yeah, that's all right. It's <laughs> not you don't have this uh showing up on the uh I know. We're getting there. Yeah. We're getting there. So go ahead. All right. Who's going to ask it? You, Sean? Uh, I Tyler. made a PowerPoint this time. Yeah. Oh, wow. Are you excited? <laughs> yeah, I'm tired, though. I worked my <laughs> ass off, so I'm sorry, guys. We got it. All you. right. And I, got, I, got, I got tomorrow. I got all day. I got Thursday, and I got surgery Friday. So I'm I'm on. And I worked Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday on the beach. So I'm kind of, you know, I got I to gotta keep on going. Keep on keeping
0: yeah, on. on. Yeah, keep on keeping on. All right. You yeah. ready? Good. This Greek god of the sea and king... Of the sea gods. Oh god, I read that question completely wrong. This is the Greek god of the sea and king of the sea gods, also god of flood, drought, earthquakes, and horses. Bonus point if you can name his Roman equivalent. Well, it's King King Neptune. No. It's
2: not King Neptune? Roman. King Roman. No, Roman equivalent.
0: Uh oh, the Roman equivalent this is, is Neptune. Neptune. Correct. Okay. But what's the Greek one?
2: Uh,
1: hang on. Uh, let me get, so Roman, Greek, um, not Atlantis, um.
2: Brother of Zeus.
1: Yeah, it'll come to me. Oh, it's right on the tip of
0: my tongue. It's wow. a famous hey. movie, uh, na- uh, where a ship named after it sinks, named after him sinks. Not the Titanic. No, no <laughs> Titanic. No,
2: no
0: my <laughs> Uh, let me
1: see. Uh, people are probably like, what is it? Let me see. It's a uh, Greek, Greek, Greek. What's a Greek name? And uh,
2: Hades, Zeus, and it's not Olympus. Mm-mm,
1: no. And uh, so, so I said, I uh, uh I don't know.
0: Let's like keep the people waiting. What? What is it?
2: Poseidon.
0: Ah, Poseidon events. Right. You the knew ship. that, Cash. Yeah. The Poseidon. Uh, Poseidon is most recognizable for his distinct look. Right. Uh, he's often portrayed as an older man with a long gray hair and right. beard, as right. most gods seem to be. As most gods seem to be. Oh, uh, the trident he carries, also very right. recognizable.
2: Why does Poseidon have to be a guy, Tyler? That's the that's way of, it, you know, <laughs> you know, he He's yeah, married.
0: He uh, I didn't think to write down his wife's name. I should have. Uh, he's been depicted in countless movies and television shows and popular characters, such as Aquaman, King Triton, who actually I learned after writing that question is actually, Triton is Poseidon's son. Right, and here, here's the thing. And uh, Rick... Sanchez from Rick and Morty's arch nemesis, Mr. Nimbus, and here's a nice picture of him for you. Catch! Oh my gosh, Mr. Mr. Nimbus, that's
1: not even like that's he. That's gross. <laughs> get that out of there. That's like so. Listen, the uh, what, do you, what do you think about Mr. Nimbus? Oh God. So he's, he's I can tell you what I think. I think he's gonna get monkeypox. <laughs> he's gonna get
0: monkeypox. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so so he's he's monkeypox. Uh, yeah. So here's the thing: if you look at all of you know for the boats uh, for sailing, when you go across the equator right for the first time. Uh, you get um, you get sworn in as a um, mm. uh, well get rid of that i can't <laughs> you get sworn in as a uh, what do you call it well there's a, there's a whole uh, uh ritual and it's 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 king neptune you know you salute king neptune and if you look at the pirates of the caribbean it was it was you know king neptune so I don't know where the Poseidon fits in. If are they the same character or it's pretty much I th- think the Romans
2: right. just like copy and pasted for the most part. Right. Yeah. So
1: so they're both the same. Now. They're the same guy. Right. So that's why I'm not. I would. I don't. I wouldn't equate Poseidon. It's more Neptune. And, and from the sailing community, it's King Neptune. So and, and I think the the uh, the uh, again the uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. I don't think it rem- they say anything about Poseidon. They say King Neptune.
2: We, ha- right. we, we talk about a sea god, but I'm going to wait until we get to it to tell right, you what we always talk about. Let's see
0: the next one. All right, we'll give you uh, one out of two for that one. Yeah, go ahead. All Everybody right, this bonus mythical though. sea beast quick is the, known for... Piti- get this picture out uh, I, I, I can't. can't I can't get rid of it, the picture it's until frozen. the next slide. Oh, okay. It's frozen. Okay. this. <laughs>
2: <laughs> go ahead. Cool, cool, cool,
0: cool. Cool, cool, cool. This mythical sea beast is known... For the stories of it terrorizing sailors and using its tentacles to reach up from the depths and crush the hulls of ships, dragging them to the bottom and taking the souls of everyone inside. It is said to have lived off the coast of Norway. What is its name and what animal is it based off of? Well, it's a giant squid. Yes. So I know
1: that. And what's the name of it?
2: Uh, There's a rum brand. Or or no, it's an
1: octopus. That's not an octopus. That's a big octopus. Sweets own. What is that big
0: octopus's name? I'll give oh. you. I'll give you half a point because you said squid first, but yeah, it is yeah, octopus. It's
1: octopus. Yeah, I, but there is giant squid.
0: There is a little debate about that, but it's mostly, a, th- from what I can gather, it's a mythological creature. Octopus. Again, yes. that's
1: again from P- P- Pirates of the Caribbean. They had a giant octopus. Yeah, what was its the name? The
0: release the Medusa.
1: Medusa. No. <laughs> was it? No. 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 <laughs> I don't know what it is. <laughs> Hit him with it. The Kraken. Ah, the Kraken! Oh, that's what the um, that's where they
0: get that terminology from. Release the release kraken. the Kraken! Here's another yeah. uh, pick. another pick of it. Oh, that's a nasty okay, one. Okay, so according to 13th century Norse legend, hero Orvar Otter and his son came into cocta- contact with two threatening creatures from the deep. One of these encounters is later described in detail by Konungs Skugsha. A Norwegian educational text written in the same century. The kraken comes from the nor- Norwegian word kraka, which is probably related to the ger- German German Germanic, German crack, Germanic which means you know, octopus. Yeah, A germ- Germanic isn't the same as German. That's why I didn't say it like that. So, what's the question? So that's the answer. Oh, that's the answer.
1: Well, it's uh, <laughs> you know there has been giant squid. And they actually find giant squid all over the place. They, come, they float up. And they, stuff. Were, they, they were
0: kind of mythical up until like a uh, decade ago. Well, they
1: find, you know how they knew? They, they would get these whales, right? And like they would hunt the whales in, for oil. And they would see that the yeah, whales like had that. these h- round yep. scars. And they started thinking, well, it was an octopus. That's where they had this. But it weren't octopus, giant octopus. They were giant squid that would, would fight and go after these whales. Think about how big the squid's got to be to take down a whale.
0: They're massive.
1: Yeah, they're big. They're big. Massive. And, and but if you look at the tentacles here, you would think it could have been a, a, a giant octopus. But uh, I don't know how big octopuses in real real life get. But um, but uh, but anyway, not as big as the kraken.
0: No, yeah. no, no. So unfortunately right. not. Unfortunately not. All right. Next question: This old English poem, likely written between the eighth and eleventh centuries A.D., features the Germanic pagan themes of heroism bravery and glory its hero is said to have slain nine sea monsters during a competitive swim which lasted seven days in the open ocean what is the name of this poem and also the namesake of its hero they're the same thing say again give me give me
1: one more say it once more while i'm thinking this
0: old english poem likely written between the eighth And 11th centuries A.D. features the Germanic pagan themes of heroism, bravery, and glory. Its hero is said to have slain nine sea monsters during a competitive swim, which lasted seven days and nights in the open ocean. He killed Grendel? He killed Grendel and Grendel's mom. And Grendel's mom. No idea. And then slayed a dragon.
1: No idea. No.
0: Can't tell you on that one. Beowulf. No, I wouldn't even know. The even. poem, thought to have been written by a Christian monk, sometime in the time stated uh, above, stands as a wonderful cross section of the old Germanic traditions in England yeah. and its Christianization, which began occurring at roughly the same time.
1: See the problem with, with the reason why I don't know a lot of this and seriously, I took in college, I you could either take Western Civ uh-huh. or US, and I took US. Um, i could, yeah, I know, but I did took
0: U.S. So. Beowulf's actually really interesting because, like, yeah, like I said, yeah, I yeah, uh, it yeah. it's an epic poem that uh, was passed down as an oral tradition for for centuries mm-hmm. uh, among these like old Germanic yeah. uh, uh, pagan tribes, mm-hmm. and it celebrates all these values, you know, like dying in battle and yeah. and you know being like the guy. There's a there's a thing in all these stories they call the hero's uh, the heroic boast. It's yeah. part of the hero's journey. And this and this specific part of the hero's journey is the, the hero stands up in front of everybody he's meant to save or protect and says, this is what I've done, here's what I'm here to do, here's how I'm going to succeed in doing it. Um, w- what's interesting about the poem is these values kind of go against a lot of the Christian values, right? But for whatever reason, this Christian monk in around the 7th century, felt compelled to record this poem. Now, when you read the poem, though, it's absolutely riddled with references to a singular Christian God. Now, remember, these people were pagans. They were polytheistic. Actually, what's interesting is the word pagan was introduced by Roman Catholics to describe these people, and it it basically means redneck. Uh, That's how they were. They weren't. Yeah. It's not a word that actually describes the religion. Now you hear like neo-paganism and paganism to describe these polytheistic belief systems. But in reality, the word pagan originally was um, derogatory. It, it meant you're, you're a redneck because they all lived out in the countryside. Um, so it's really interesting when you, you kind of look at the poem and the values that originally th- this, which is, it was really like a song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I could give you a little... That that it represents. Right. And hold it up against the Catholic values, which are almost opposite, or the Christian values, which are almost opposite. And then you see this written version of this epic poem that has all these Christian references within it. And you start to think, like, why did this monk write this? Why did he write it in this way? My theory, actually, which I argued in my... uh, my thesis for my bachelor's was that this all during the time that this poem was written, that the Christianization of Europe was happening. What was also a, a key factor in this scenario is the fact that nobody knew how to write. There was no like organized communication in that sense, right? It was all the, the uh, in most cases the priests had the information. Right, the, pr- the, the priests didn't to read and write. They, pat- they didn't know how to read and write. So there are the my argument is that there's like a whole bunch of different reasons involving the christianization of these people yeah. that this poem would have been written and shared yeah. in this way including taking uh, a story that all these these tribes people were very familiar with and using it to familiarize them with the ideas of Christianity.
1: Yeah. And I'll make another point because I studied, uh, one of the things I did is I studied uh, comparative religion. So I could give you some, uh, you know, insight here. And you did, you know, you did a lot of study. The The problem, there's not a problem, but you got to remember too, is that you have the old Testament and new Testament. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times they, they, they don't say they counteract each other or contradict each other, but you know, in the old Testament, God is very, you know, he's can be mean. And the New Testament God's a little bit, you know, nicer, and uh, so no, yeah, <laughs> I know. A- and 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 if you if you look at, you know, you go, I think a lot of times too, during, uh, uh, you know, uh, after, uh, you know, two thousand years ago after Christ died, it, you know, the, there were still people following the Old Testament and people who came out of the Old Testament, the Jews who turned into Christians, they still had a lot of the values. In fact, you know, I'm a Christian. We still follow Passover. You know, we we do we follow a lot of the Old Testament. We listen to the Old Testament. We read the Old Testament, and uh, and, it, and it, you could kind of get you know conflicting. I mean, you'll talk about turn the other cheek, but then you know an eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth. I and mean, how do you how do you reconcile that? You know, I mean, the Old Testament is an eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth. You you know, so that means you basically cut my eye out. I'm going to cut your eye out. But then you know, Christ says turn the other cheek. Yeah. So there's there, there, there's there's that. And then you know, like you said, there's uh, language uh, barriers, and unfortunately too, the church. Uh, over the years especially um the christian church the catholic church and, and then the protestant they you know they they were very corrupt they you know they did a lot of they, they you know for power and and so they wrote their own rules i mean you could go into the whole crazy stuff about that but that's an interesting thing so i i couldn't that's why i had no idea about that that poem or anything like that but yeah i want to give you a little insight like
0: why it, it it's skewed a little bit
1: what is this here what
0: is that um mean? this is just a um the poem yeah it's a, it's a sliver a, of it it's long sliver it's very yeah. long yeah. um But yeah, and you know uh, this kind of theory I just gave you guys. I only in my research, uh, I researched this for months, and I only found one academic paper that floated like the same idea.
2: So wait, and you think that this the monk that wrote this, that wrote Beowulf, was trying to inspire people to do what? Not so. He,
0: in my opinion, he wrote it. Sort of as a tool to aid in the Christianization of England, to take a story that all of these tribes' people were very familiar with, and use it to introduce them to the ideas of Christianity, while also kind of like tongue-in-cheek shitting on their religion. Mm. Like, there's there's actually several moments where like he outwardly, you know, because because it's so weird because you're reading this thing and you're you're aware that it's in kind of in the voice of this christian monk but he doesn't break like break that fourth wall so often where like you're still kind of reading it in the voice that it was meant to be read in that like the tribes people would be yeah, listening gotta, to it in. Yeah, yeah, but right. every once in a while yeah, yeah, he yeah, like yeah. kind of right, sneak right. disses right, paganism right. he'll he'll say something like uh Oh, heathens worshiping at the feet of idols, right? right. which yeah. means like multiple gods. Right, and uh, he has the hero right. Beowulf during his heroic boast, right? During the most, arguably the most culturally important part of the poem. The I am Beowulf. The I am Beowulf, the, the big moment, the this is how I'm going to save you moment, the celebration of yeah. what this culture is. Yeah. He has the main character saying, I would not be able to accomplish all these amazing feats without the help of God. Right, right, right. So it, for me, it's the mixture of the fact that r- nobody had access to writing, so he had that advantage over a lot of people. He had the advantage that places of worship where were people gathered and mm-hmm. information was dispersed, in my opinion, it, and it wasn't just him, right? This is like an unnamed Christian monk. For me, this was a move by the Catholic Church to ma- manipulate well, information, yeah, 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 mali- yeah, yeah. manipulate a story yeah, a little all, bit it's, 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 it's to get people on their right, side. Right, right.
1: you got to remember, you know, you the, had the, 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 you had the uh, Greeks, um, you know, uh, go against the Catholic Church. You had uh, Martin Luther. And I Luther. keep saying the
0: Catholic Church, but I, I uh, well, it's, it's different. You Christian, got Christian.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you got to remember, back in the day, Christianity was a church. You know, that's mm-hmm. it, it, you know. And, um, and as far as, you know, uh, people going off the tra- rails, off the track, you know, I mean, look at, look at Moses, you know, he goes up to the mountain to get the 10 commandments. He comes down there. They, they, you know, got all their gold together and they're idolizing a a, a cow or something, a golden cow. <laughs> you know, you, I think the point here is that, you know, it's interesting you bring this up, but as far as, you know, Christianity and I don't want to get into a whole, you know, political thing here and, and but you, you, you know, if you go back and look, there's, there's always, uh, you know, inconsistencies. Different people have different takes on on how it's written, and you know, you uh, uh, we could spend. I mean, there's scholars out there who know way more than I do, and I and all I know is this: is that is if you you know you got the two testaments, the old and new, and if you believe in, in 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 God and you believe in that, you you know you try to follow the Bible as best you can, and people argue about it all the time. What what his motive was and why people write things, I wouldn't look into it too much. You know, sometimes. Who knows what he what pressures he had on him? But I think that it's not a, it's it's a it's a very common thing to if you want to get a point across, you're trying to sell something well, here, that you put it in people's uh, they can understand it.
0: Here's my thing with this particular poem: is that if he just wanted to share it because he thought it was cool, like why treat it in the way that he did? Why uh, you knows? know why have the hero referencing his god instead of the hero's own? Gods, mm, who knows? You're you know. writing
2: from like a per- first-person perspective, like he's, right. you know, that's just right. how he thinks. So he's right. writing
0: himself as the hero, right? But it's he's not writing himself. he's writing Beowulf as the hero, and he's still including yeah, all of these, you know, if you're writing all these other pagan, uh, they call it honor culture. He's still including all those values, but also every once
2: in a while, y- yeah. But George dissing. R. Martin said that Tyrion Lannister is his favorite Game of Thrones character, and that's because he's one of the most likable characters, <laughs> like. Yeah, the most, you, he, Tyrion's the most like him, he said. So listen, gotcha, why, don't we, gotcha. why don't we
1: save this for our religious show that we're going to start soon? We can talk about all things. The ocean about is will. my religion. Oh, okay. Catch more. okay, so what's, is, is, there any, is there any more, there any the, more quizzes? The, so the, I'm
0: getting ready to pack it in here. That's okay. it. The, o- the beach is my church, oh, and the ocean is put, my pastor. Put, put my—, put my Odin is thing. our god. No, we way, have one more. Okay, he said it was— Okay, give me one more. The beach is my church, the ocean, my pastor. All right, go ahead. So Give me one more. You like
1: that? Yeah. Uh, I'm <laughs> fading, so come on. <laughs> and I want to make sure we make an announcement okay. this. We're going to
0: Monster of Cosmic Origins first appeared in an HP <sighs> Lovecraft story. Is hum- is it is humanoid looking with squid-like tentacles on its
2: face. HP Lovecraft.
0: HP Lovecraft.
1: Uh,
2: I have no idea. Um
1: who, give me some more hints. I don't think you would know it if you don't that's know it. No. Really, that's really it.
2: No, I have no idea. Cthulhu? Have you heard no. of Cthulhu? No. He's like the god of gods, according to H.P. Lovecraftian. The no. Call of Cthulhu
0: was a short story first published by Lovecraft in the pulp magazine Weird Tales in 1928. This was the first story in which Lovecraft expanded on his ideas regarding what he referred to as the Great Old Ones, a group of cosmic deities who once ruled the Earth. Most of Lovecraft's works highlighted the insignificance of humanity in the larger cosmic scheme of things. His genre seems to be a version of naturalism on steroids, which is the li- uh, uh, naturalism being the li- literary movement where themes of man's insignificance in comparison to nature drive its narrative. Yeah, he's an atheist. He doesn't believe in God. Yeah. That's all. Who does?
1: I do. <laughs> and if you believe in God and you believe you're an image of God, so then, your purpose is—is is God put you here? And you I mean, you don't know exactly what He put you here for. But if you believe that there is an entity of God, and there's a here, after, you do have a purpose, and you do have, and 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 you want to, uh, and you supposedly, you know, if you want to think about it, if you really want to get into it, is that, uh, you know, Jesus says to get to the Father, you have to accept Me. So there is purpose. If you believe, now, if you don't believe in God, and you believe everything is like you said, Big Bang Theory, uh, or, or well, you know, it's everything science, then, yeah, it,
0: then, then, you know, and then, and the old, like, the gods, the Romans had the gods, the, uh, in, you know. That in itself uh, is a form of, uh, of naturalism, you know, it's not necess- like, like not, naturalism isn't necessarily saying, like, I don't believe in, like, uh, uh, power. Uh, 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 a higher power, it's more like, I believe in the power of, like, the nature of the universe. I believe that that, that uh, power... I think, power, I think I most people that people's that beliefs pow- are, are no, similar,
2: more no. similar than they like to agree. Just the, the words and the I, I the think yeah, I, I, is I, different. I, I 100% agree with Sean. My, like,
0: my God, right? Like I said, like... Just because we he's using different around, like words, he still believes that there is a good and bad to, to everything. My God yeah. is the universe itself, if we're being serious. I, like, I right. worship the ocean, right? But, right, right, right. right. Um, well, you when know, I think about an uh, all-being power, right. I think about just like... This, the universe being all-knowing itself. Right, right. So why? So let me God. ask you this,
1: and I and I understand where you come from, but what was what, so? What's the, why can't you just take the leap and say there's just one? There's a power. It's a God. He that's exactly that they,
0: the leap I'm taking. But I'm saying well, why don't you just that, say
1: then? Why don't you believe in Jesus Christ and, and follow the whole
0: thing? Why 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 could, why, do you, why do you get rid of I that? See, why do you reject that? Because what I because that's like that's, uh, go, no, that's a that's a structure that like like I what? don't believe like to be necessary to validate my relationship with. The universe.
1: Well, if you all right. So, okay. What are you gonna say, (laughs) Sean? I don't want to get into you know. Yeah, I don't think we should get into it either. But it's like a rigid structure. No, because it's
2: uh, it's late, and this
0: this is not a religious show. This (laughs) is lifeguards. (laughs) Come on, what else?
2: Yeah, no. I'm. I'm. (laughs) I'm. How (laughs) how many? How many times have you
0: sat on the lifeguard stand and talked religion? Yeah,
1: but not until, like, well, but not on the life course stand number one. And, and you know, I mean, but, I, I, you know, I I'll, I don't get heavy duty, like, you know, trying to say, I don't, I never, ever push the fact whether or not it's there or not. I think the Bible's a great book, whether or not you believe in Jesus Christ or not, but it's got some great stories. What were you going to say, Sean? Sean's going to say something.
2: I, I was if you, if you want to know, like, why t- people just should don't instantly accept the the church is probably because it's so set in ways and...
1: No, not the church. Now I'm talking about the Bible. I don't. Pl- I don't deal with okay. the Catholic Church. So yeah.
2: So it's 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 a set of
1: the book. Yeah, and that's what people don't believe that. So it's so loaded to
2: just be making a statement like this. <laughs> uh, yeah, remember you're on tape. I know. Yeah, well, don't, yeah. um, I sh- we're allowed to have our feelings. I'm trying, and just, you know, no one's judging here. But we got yeah, and then we'll finish this up. Good. Some people don't like to be boxed in like that. Let's go with like if like using that that etymology like well, I, maintaining I, those. Sean's those,
0: Absolutely right. Like. People some people, I mean there, there's, there's myself
2: included, don't feel the need for that rigid structure of this is how God works. Yeah, and I'll use the word like there is God in Beowulf, even though it's not a religious text. Yeah. There's listen, God in Lord you, of the listen, Rings, you, too. You could, you, listen, there's, multiple, there's
1: multiple there's morality and and, and uh you know, you have the Indians, uh United States Indians, Buddhists, Hindu, you have the Muslims, you have the Christians. The Jews, you know, uh, Jewish. There's a lot. There's a lot going on out there. Tao. The as, lo- as long but,
0: for me, as long as it serves right, positivity. Right, right. Right.
1: Right. Right. So I, I, I never, you know, I, I. I went to a Catholic school. I studied comparative religion, and I leave it at this. I, you believe what you want to believe, and and I don't have any problems, um, you know. Uh, but just remember, uh, that where where it, I don't say it becomes dangerous, but where there is a conflict that's coming out. And you want to talk about politics and. This country was founded. Whether or not for for you know you, you, you think it's a great idea or it was founded, the founding fathers built this on Christian Judeo Jewish Christian beliefs. Judeo Christian, right? Okay. And if you look at our money, it says "In God We Trust." We talk about you know "God Bless America." So you know, and, and I and maybe it becomes a cliche, but our our values, especially our Constitution. You know, and it says all men are created equal, endowed by the creator with inalienable rights. So if you want to deviate and say there is no creator, then do you have inalienable rights? The Second Amendment, you know, says that you have or, or you have the uh, uh, you know, um, 14th Amendment. Uh, the government should not infringe on life, liberty and pursuit of property. You have to. So my getting about this whole religious thing is that this country is based in that. And uh, whether or not you believe in it or not, that's fine. The question is, you know, where do you, if, you, if you have some entity, you want to call it universe, you call it Jesus Christ, you call it Muhammad, smurp, whatever you want to call it. Uh, but there are people who downright just don't believe in anything, that, you know, there is nothing out there. And their morality is, you know, listen, I don't want to kill anybody. I don't want to hurt anybody. And that's not bad either, you know. But, but getting back to, you know, your thing, you, you don't have to defend it. But just, but where I see the problem is, and in, 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 uh if you wanted to really get into it, where I push it is that this country is founded on those principles, and uh, well, I don't think they're obsolete. But think there's a big difference between the Catholic Church and the, and the Bible. So, that I'll give you. And uh, you know, anyway, at that listen, let's we got off crazy t- today. We I want yeah. We so went. listen, I want to make a point here. We have we might be having a guest Friday and uh we're going and i think we're going to strictly talk about lifeguarding that day <laughs> and um that's boring yeah no it's not this guy is um he's a lifeguard he he worked in lavalette uh and he worked down in he works down in uh, uh florida i think he's in clearwater and um he uh, did you do any research on him uh, our our guest that's not becoming. yet okay and so hopefully he'll be in um and uh he he asked to come on a show and uh um hopefully he'll come on here and so we're gonna have hopefully we will have a special show Friday. I don't know if you uh, maybe early, Sean, if you can make it. Yeah, I can make it. That'd be good. Anything else? So uh, like, subscribe, put on notifications, follow. Right, and I love the uh, yeah. Th- those things were tough questions this day. You know, at least I I, I was close to one. And uh, thank you, Sean. No problem. And, uh, uh, it was it was a great show. I, I think that uh, the lifeguarding now we got another week or another month and uh, uh, or another three weeks and we're done. It was a great season. And uh, we had, uh, I think, of July weekend, uh, I was told that the numbers came back. We had about uh, fifty thousand people, forty to fifty thousand people. Jeez. So I don't know if that was the three days, or you know, or or uh, I don't think it was the one day. I think we, you know, days we had like fifteen thousand, but it was a total. It was, I think
0: they say between forty and fifty thousand people. That yeah, a- but they get those numbers the same way they get like pay per view numbers for a. No, they. A big they well, fight. what they did, i tell you exactly what they so did. God, they, this family, there were like no,
1: probably no, three kids. No, per what family. they did, i tell you exactly what they did. They took the uh, amount of bands that were sold, they took um, the families uh, and g- a- how many, you know, the average, and they did it by, and they gave them two children each, and then the season. I mean, they're pretty accurate on it. They, you know, you, you know yeah, is it, is it 100%? But. Um, you know, there's there's big numbers out there. If you just go by the ba- the bands, the badges, it was probably, you know, thirty thousand, you know. So it's it's up there. Anyway, we had a good summer and uh hopefully we'll finish up uh, you know, and everything will be fine. Anything else, Tyler, you want to say?
0: Uh like Sean said, like, subscribe, Lg.association on Instagram. drcatchmar Uh Dr. at iCloud dot Lifeguards off duty at gmail.com. Shoot us an email at either one of those those addresses. Uh, Sean and I are working on getting a blog set up, so look out for that. Follow. Follow. Uh, And, yeah, let's get that Instagram to 1,000 followers. We're pretty close. Yeah, and
1: like I said, uh, Friday we're going to have a special show with a special guest, so try to tune in. We appreciate it. All right, well, thank you very much. Stay Stay alive. Stay alive.
0: Stay alive.
1: Stay alive. alive. Later, gang.